0: Hello, honey, and welcome to the Healthy Emmy podcast. I am your go-to nutritionist for plant-based weight loss and the creator of the eight-week Slim on Starch program. If you want to learn how to lose weight and keep it off on a plant-based diet, you've come to the right place. And the best part, it does not involve counting calories or restricting portions. This is the podcast version of my YouTube videos, so if you'd like to see the woman behind this voice, Proceed at your own caution and go to the show notes where you'll be directed to the Healthy Emmy YouTube channel. Otherwise, enjoy your commute, walk, workout, or whatever the heck it is that you're doing with just my voice on this podcast. Yay!
1: So today is part two of my interview with my client, Isabel. In part one, we talked about how Isabelle went from being really restrictive around, around food and not having a great relationship with food to where she is now. And in this part of the interview, she really gets into the nitty gritty of what it felt like before she was able to reach this place of food freedom. And I think it's so important to share this interview to show so many people that feel like they're alone, that they are truly not alone. If you watching this video struggle with, you know, feeling like you're going to be in this cycle forever, then please watch the rest of this video to prove that there is another side. And something that Isabel and I talk about is the fact that Isabel was in this place where she said, is it going to be like this forever? You know, this cycle of gaining weight and losing weight and thinking about food all the time and just feeling like I'm in this place I'll never get out of. And she proves that that is not the case. And we always say, make your mess your message. You know, what Isabel went through is now proof to people that are going through it right now that there is another side. And I know that you might be watching it and think that you are the magical unicorn, as we say, you know, but it won't work for me. You know, my body's different. I think I'm just going to be like this forever. And you'll you'll be able to see that that is not the case. We also talk about how Isabel got over the need for being perfect and the desire to achieve perfection in her diet and how that actually allowed her to be very, very successful. You know, letting go of perfection was the one thing that made her succeed. Now, I have to apologize because there is some feedback with the audio and I'm so, so sorry about that. I didn't realize until I was editing it that this was happening. You can hear Isabel loud and clear, which is really all that matters. You have some trouble hearing me, but that's okay because you hear me talk all the time and Isabel is really the star of the show here. So I'm so sorry about that. My sincerest apologies. I really do feel bad about the issue of the audio, but for my next interview, I made sure that she's wearing headphones, that there are no issues there. Um, And you are going to really enjoy the part two of this video. So part one is linked below. This is part two of my interview with Isabel.
2: Yeah. So like I have like a history of, you know, just the worst kind of patterns with like eating and um, like just being relying on exercise and that sort of thing. Like just my weight going up and down, up and down, like hitting just really low points. Um, and to me, like in the past, all that mattered to me was like that number and like going lower. Um, and I was just like fixated on just on weight. Like it got to the point where I didn't even like really think about what I looked like or like I wouldn't look in the mirror so much. It would be like, it didn't matter what I looked like. Cause like the scale was like blinding me. <laughs> it's like stupid number, um it was just, like, crazy to look back and think about what I would do and just, like, the low calories, the, like, obsessive tracking, like, all these things, and I just look back and I'm like, and so many women are going through this as well and they think it's normal, especially I'd go through, even when I'd go through phases of, like, um, you know, with the fitness industry, they, like, do, like, their cuts and everything and they cut their calories and they think that's like a healthy thing to dramatically (laughs) like cut their calories and dramatically exercise um so for me and for a lot of people that's a bit of a um like they kind of disguise the fact that that's disordered so that's i felt like being able to just throw away the culture's ideas of what's healthy like for, for a lot of people, they think eating low carb or low calorie is necessary for weight loss or like, you know, exercising for countless hours a day. Um, but it was amazing to be able to let go. And I think that's what's so important um, to just let go of those ideals that everyone has around you and focus on you and focus on what's going to be healthy for you. Um, so like I have come from like a crazy history of just doing anything to lose weight and that was all that mattered to me um so it's so nice to just like I'm just a completely different person now I did that it doesn't even enter my mind so it's like amazing to be in this sort of position now
0: you're such a great testament to fact that there is another side for this when you're struggling with this because I feel like so many women battle with this for so long that it tends to lead them into a place of is it going to be like this forever? Am I just going to feel like... Absolutely. Like, have I ruined myself? Did you ever feel like that? Because if you say that, Oh my
2: goodness, yeah. It's so funny you said that because I was literally just thinking that in my head. Um, Like, it's just crazy looking back. Like, you know, when I'd hit these low, low points of being like super underweight and then I'd like have to gain the weight back and I'd go through this like refeeding process of like feeling like I just had to eat all day and like the bloating and the struggles and everything and I was talking to someone the other day about this um, and just saying like you have to trust the process you might you know like if you're at a point right now where you're underweight or you're you know you've gained a bunch of weight from restricting, from dieting, from any eating disorder, from anything like that. Like you've got to trust the process and delve a hundred percent into it. And like otherwise, you know, like insan for me, I was like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So for me, I'd lose all this weight, then i gain it, then I'd lose this weight. And I thought to myself, like, you know, something's gotta change. Like I can't just keep repeating this cycle. And it was you know when I when I think back, I'd be like, I don't want to do this to myself ever again. I don't want to hurt myself, and I was like, this this has got to change. Um, but I definitely did experience so many times that thought of like this is never going to change. Like it's there's no hope for me. Like my body is different. Like I can never be lean. <laughs> like you know those thoughts. But you've got to trust the process, and you've got to just dive straight into it and live this lifestyle of like abundance and health. Like that's just the most thing that's important
0: you said something that i like to call uh- the Magical unicorn, you know, everybody thinks that they're the magical unicorn, but are like, No, but my body, like, this my body's messed up. I see that it works for everybody else, but it won't work for me. But it feels so real when you're in it. And thank you so much for your vulnerability and talking to that because I think that that little bit right there just helped so many people show them that there is another side to this. Now, what was different this time around? Because it sounds like you'd perhaps tried to get yourself out of this, in the past, what was different
2: mm. so like before the program so i've since so in the past year or so i've lost about like 10 kilos all up um so over about a year i'd slowly started losing a bit of weight um just by kind of that's the thing with with this lifestyle in general like you will keep getting leaner naturally like by eating mainly whole foods, but I was at this point where I just like wasn't feeling lean, like I wasn't feeling like confident in myself. I was like missing something. Um and in this program just having the guidance and knowing exactly what to do, exactly um like how to build my plate, exactly what I was supposed to be doing, and having the coaching, the guidance, that's what was the game changer for me because I knew all these like little things I was lacking the confidence to really like instill it 100% um I'd be like oh I was sick sick of trying different things I wanted to like stick to one thing and um and give it 100% of a go and just having accountability and the guidance and knowing absolutely for me
0: that we loved working with you so much because <laughs> you know, it was such a team effort. You know, you right after the check-in scene, I didn't even have to ask for your insights. So you bam right away. You were right there, going through everything Rachel and Kiki was seeing, were saying with you, and we were able to bounce off of each other. And
2: you know, you have
0: your your partner Jacob, and you have a group of friends, and you go out to restaurants and we proved through our work together that you didn't have to be perfect and you sort of oh absolutely say, oh, that would work for you is that a mindset shift that occurred during this program the faculty for perfection
2: oh yes absolutely like for me i feel like better and more than the weight loss and all of that was the fact that I could go into this and not have a weight goal and not feel like I had to do this perfect. Like every every time in the past, I would stick to a program 100%, like 150%. I'd go like beyond what was healthy. Like I'd be like smashing this. And then I'd obviously like gain the weight back after because it was so unsustainable. But for this, I was like, let go of the perfection, let go of, you know, feeling like you have to be perfect. And you know, having the support of my partner, and um, I feel like, especially in my relationship, like being able to look at like what how a normal person eats as well has been like so helpful to me because I could just like cut the craziness and just be be stable and healthy, um, and let go of the crazy like perfectionist mentality because like you, you've got to be able to live a healthy, not you know, happy lifestyle and there's no need to be perfect. Like um, in this program, like Emmy said, I I definitely didn't do it perfect. I did it, you know, as best as I could, but I still had my date nine and I still ate a few little things here and there of plan because I, for me, like I wanted to do the program as best as I could, but doing the program as best as I could um, for me meant that I could have no guilt around food and to feel like I um, could just, Eat food, it's just food, like going about my day. Um, feel no association of like negative feelings about food. I think that was like a huge game changer for me,
0: yeah. And that's exactly it. it? There's a difference, and you know, we talked about this in the program that there's sometimes there's a difference between eating healthy and being healthy. Mm. actually, the healthier decision for you in some scenarios was to eat something that wasn't slim on starch, that was the healthier decision. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. And that leads me to want to talk about, you know, your relationship with Jacob. Because another thing that a lot of people struggle with is, you know, Jacob doesn't need a vegan diet. My partner doesn't need a vegan diet. He is like the garbage disposal. And I think that people think that that's something that could limit them from going through it. You said that he was supportive. So
2: could you talk to us a little bit
0: about that?
2: Absolutely. And I mean, you helped me a lot with my mentality as well around feeling that like awkwardness of like oh like you know i'm gonna be making some food that isn't like the same as jacob's and that sort of thing like i remember you would talk about um how you and your partner eat different meals most of the time and that's totally normal and um that was like a big thing for me as even in social situations as well just being like it's okay if I eat something different like it's just food at the end of the day like I'm here for my primary food like I'm here for my relationships and um like Jacob has been like amazing and so supportive and like the food doesn't matter at the end of the day like we would um often make food that was like salmon starch together so like we'd often make like sushi and that sort of thing um but when we didn't eat the same meals so it was like it is fine. Like, it's just food at the end of the day. If you're, you know, eating the same thing or not, like, I think that was a big thing for me as well. Just being like, it's fine to do your thing, and um, the people that care about you are going to support you no matter what you eat. Like, it's just food at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, that's something that, that we talked about in the program. And that was like the first time I'd ever really talked about it that, you know, growing up, we have this idea that when we're in a relationship, we have to eat the same food. Mm. Isn't it so funny how we think about, you know, like kids and parents? The kids and the parents will eat different foods, but why is it that when the parents have to eat the same thing? Like, that's such a weird social construct that we've created. Um, and now that we've broken out of it and seen that it's not weird at all, you know, with my boyfriend, he was like, Oh, my parents never ate the same thing growing up, and I was like. Like my parents always ate the same thing. But once I realized that it really is just what you consider to be normal, when you can create that new normal, that is normal. Mm. So I'm so glad that you you brought light to that and that you have Jacob as your partner because he is so supportive of you. How else did you, or did your relationship with him change at all?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like when I was able to just, like, let go of my thoughts about food, um, like, find confidence in myself. I mean, like, it wasn't like I was super, like, super, you know, um, insecure or anything like that. Like, I'd, I'd made some major work before the program. It was just, like, honing down the little things that were, you know, like, when you're thinking about food and you're thinking about your body negatively and you're kind of, like, immersed into that headspace, it does affect your relationship in different ways because you're not the most um, present partner. And um, I guess when you can let go of all those things, you can just immerse yourself into the the time together and not be thinking about anything that doesn't matter. And when you can just be your most confident, happy, (laughs) mentally stable self, that's when your relationships are going to thrive. And I found that like absolutely just week after week, I felt like everything was just thriving and like everything just things were good before but now it's like amazing so
0: that was gonna be my next question is you know when you go out with your friends what do you do in those situations when you go out to a place and there's like burgers and all that other like french fries and all of that what's usually your course of action Yay!
1: Thanks for listening, honey. Come say hi at Healthy
0: Emmy on Instagram and join our private Facebook group, The Healthy Honeys, where you can get started losing weight on a plant-based lifestyle. I'll see you in there and everything is linked in the show notes.